On the issue of firefighting and our fires, there's a, a family in Tintaldra, which is right on the New South Wales-Victorian border, which had to flee their property from the Corriong fire. And as they were leaving, it was heartbreaking for them because they couldn't find their puppy. And now this is one of my concerns for my parents whenever they leave, if there's a bit of a scare. The dog, of course, runs off thinking it's a really fun game. But mm. how do you make sure the dog's with you? And we've seen all of these heartbreaking images of damaged and burnt animals and, and you know, pet horses that just survived. The, the image is horrific. But this family lost their home, their home burnt to the ground. And then on Sunday, Caroline and Michael with their children returned to what was left of their house devastated and out walks their puppy singed whiskers burnt feet thirsty but an amazing story they rushed the puppy into town and there was a man at the local pub who helped treat this miracle puppy darren jones is on the line from the tintaldra hotel darren thanks so much for your time thank you thanks for putting me on no worries tell us about how you guys survived this fire how bad how badly damaged is the town the um the immediate little village here is uh, got through last Saturday pretty much un, un, unharmed. It's um, the, the firestorm went up the top uh, end of the main street and straight past us. And just thankful that the winds, the way they were at the time, pushed it straight past us fairly quickly. But the firestorm that went through, you could actually hear from the pub um, go past. It was quite um, quite intimidating. But um, we got lucky. But um, you know, we're preparing already again for Friday. And there's a, a section through Gingelic and Walwa past us which hasn't been burned yet and with the predictions it's expected that um, the Orneo, uh, Orne fire is going to come through that and um, and take that last piece of, of land out uh, in front of the pub across the road. So we'll be hoses ready again on, on Friday. Oh, it's just never ending isn't it? You, you should be focusing yeah. on recovering but you're focusing on fighting again. Yeah we've, we've basically set up the pub here in the centre of town as a emergency centre for anybody and that's how these people that come out of that um, out of that house on Settlement Road, they came straight to the pub and, um, and and we provided them some accommodation and some meals that night and the, the kids had no shoes, so everybody started bringing clothing and shoes for the kids and then it was Saturday night, we thought that the puppy was lost in the fire and when they brought it back to the uh, the hotel on the Sunday morning, we, we couldn't believe it. He just appeared out of the smoke and he must have found one hell of a hiding spot. <laughs> Just yeah, incredible. incredible. Tell, tell so we us just about him up and yeah. Yeah, tell us about the puppy. What kind of? What's his name, by the way? Oh yeah, you wouldn't believe his name, Sparky. Oh but, stop uh, it! <laughs> it <laughs> is. It's a eight-week-old Foxy, oh, and um, he's doing well. Oh, that's yeah, incredible! He's doing well. and, uh, we're looking yeah. at photos of him now, and his little paws are wrapped up in bandages. What kind? Yeah, of... Yeah, we put. I did that. I put oh. some burn cream on his paws, and um, we wrapped him up, and yeah, um, he went straight to sleep after a drink of water, and. I'm sure he needed it. Incredible. And obviously the kids, um, Caroline and Michael's kids, they must have been so upset to have lost their new puppy and and this must have just been such a wonderful thing for them. Oh, yeah, I hope he has a a long life with those kids. The the kids are wonderful and um, they're great people, so wish them all the best. How many families do you have living with you there at the hotel who've lost their homes? Um, none at the moment. We do have some rooms now more available. We're just more here providing support. We've been open non-stop cooking. Um, we've been feeding those who've lost homes. We've, we had 16 uh, firefighters in here at half past 10 the other night and we gave them a feed. We've got soup and uh, spaghetti bolognese and things like that available for anyone to come in, coffee, tea. and we just, It's important that, um, especially in communities like this, that, that usually revolve around the local pub 
to be able to provide that assistance post uh, post uh, tragedy. So we're we're doing our role and doing our bit, and we're quite happy to to bring our community in and, and look after them. Yeah, without doubt. That's the Tintaldra Hotels. Darren Jones, thank you so much on behalf of Australia Thanks, for what guys. you're doing for people there. And, and when things get a little bit better, I encourage all of our listeners to go down to the Tintaldra pub and have a beer. And a, is your bolognese your signature dish, is it? <laughs> no, it's just something we're, we're using <laughs> up what's being provided from the Corriong uh, Disaster Relief Centre. We're getting yeah. down fed all of the supplies from them so people can come in here our dining room's basically a, a mini Woolworths at the moment and you can come and help yourself to whatever you oh, need for home. That's incredible. Thank you so much, Jared. And I love these stories. I know that we're in the midst of a crisis. There's so much tragedy, but just seeing little Sparky, can you believe that's his name? Sparky is just beautiful. I think it's really nice to share these because we're all, I mean, gosh, especially both of us were in tears yesterday. Mm. It is very emotional, all of these images and the stories we're hearing, but we just want to bring you some of the, the, the happy things. So many people are coming together and doing wonderful things for the community, including Darren and and we just want to share them with you. We're 10 minutes away from the news. Up next, we'll check the weather forecast.